Speaking of Act One. So, crew, we reconvene in a, in a dark, cold place of stone, a mine deep within the mountains separating Agarstone from Scarland, warm blood staining your clothes and hands alike, a preternatural cold seeping to your very bones. In this place of quiet, you all think back upon the last 24 hours and how your circumstances have changed dramatically. From sleeping in comfort within the court city to a nearly successful assassin assassination attempt by a dragon-marked family to publicly establishing a protective alliance with a Cermonian crown, though on make-believe terms after Earth's death and revival and almost wanton slaughter, a new person appearing, Earth's revival and strange things happening across the board there on his end. Um, to the, the Fjarlans calling out your myriad crimes, to the king and queen of Ceremonia agreeing to send you to Agerstone to answer for those crimes, along with Princess Elspeth Eklamidani, a house civis scribe, and several guards. They have their own mission, of course, and that is to, to spread word of the queen of, uh, queen of Ceremonia's gathering on the 15th of Kerendor, um, a holiday, sons of blessing where people can hopefully come together and discuss the next step of this war efforts. But that's not, not, not what you guys are a part of. You were held in the Eggstone Inquisition for some time before being assigned two tasks by the Arch Lector of the Inquisition, Glockta, in parlay for your freedom and Earth's case for his very life. Task one, travel to the mining town of Dornberg and eradicate the infestation that is a mercenary company by the name of the Sons of Red Jack. Task two, travel to Pilgrim's Pass through the Sovereign Steps to the east, where the Agristonian Legion of the Dead has been soundly defeated by the Orcish war tribes that have fought against them for years. Raphael Steelstorm, the perfect dwarf for the job, as he has history with both the Mercs and the Orcs, though the rest of you do not yet know the full details of these stories. Clean up your mess and finish what you started, the Archlector demanded of Earth before putting a black iron collar around his neck, the black grip that will detonate in demonstrative fireball in two weeks unless both missions are completed. And so, joined by a one-time enemy, now tenuous ally and fifth inquisitor, the halfling Merrick Darbellos, you flew via Firesong's necklace to Dornberg, a town that apparently Earth has much history, though again, this was not mentioned while in the Inquisition's clutches. It only came out after you arrived. Landing in the dead of night, the sky barely lit by moon and stars, you entered the empty bottle tavern to procure a room for the night, and then you vanished amidst the street to begin your dark deeds. You encounter a lieutenant of the Sons of Red Jack within an underground tavern while doing a bit of espionage and subterfuge via Annie's womanly wiles and Norwin's auditioning as a recruit. Um, but when Earth changes his mind, in his own words, the path of the night inexorably shifts. Blood is drawn and bodies begin to pile the floor. And after a brief spat between Earth and Annie, the latter decides that she'll do things Earth's way and strides confidently up the main thoroughfare of Dornberg. The one merc she'd set free had rallied the troops in this dis in this district, pouring from the jailhouse and the mines and houses and establishments north-south all around, 
A large scale battle commenced, but fairly brief in time as the three of you made quick work of the mercs and all four of the lieutenants. One oddity here afterwards is the tiefling, Rastares of the Sons of Red Jack. A minute after Earth slew her, Annie watches a clawed hand with white flesh ripped from her chest, grip and pulled down, leaving a flaming crater where a heart and lungs and really entire chest should have been. Annie put out the, the spreading flames, but hasn't been time yet to fully theorize or deduce the situation there. Within the jailhouse, you set free an old man named John Weaver, with whom Earth seems familiar, as well as his, his grown son, his daughter-in-law, and his, and his younger grand, uh, granddaughter, all of which were in various states of distress and emaciation. Other townsfolk entered the jailhouse wielding whatever weapons they brought home or picked up from the dead outside, but Weaver calmed the masses, and they took the family further down into the town for protection and hiding. The party was invited to join and plan, but the plan for the night was clear in all your minds. The party took the 15-minute journey up the switchback pathway toward the Baron's estate and found the first of the four real challenges of this early, early morning or late, late night. Paxton the patient, right-hand man of Red Jack, dramatically lifted a hand and sent two serving folks tumbling from the estate wall with the nooses around their neck. <laughs> As the ropes grew taut and the snapping of their necks was the gunshot to begin the slaughter and commenced it did as Earth went into an uncontrollable rage for the second time this bloody night, and Norwin outright negated Paxton's entire combat strategy by reversing gravity in a massive area. After a guest appearance by Scipio the Inspired, a few close calls, Earth downing his potion of haste and becoming a literal whirlwind of death, including slaying a poor servant girl dangling from a a rusty cage hanging on the walls of the estate. The party wiped out entirely the opposing force, minus Scipio, who snuck inside the estate, and made their way into the Baron's estate proper. Within, you found your way to the Baron's study, where Baron Conifer Mactier was safely locked away, and he made herself look and, look and sound like one of the lieutenants you, you slew less than an hour before, Horace the Whoremonger, and the myriad locks were undone to reveal the old man. Words were exchanged, and it became clear that while the man had indeed been in agreement with the son's initial occupation within the town, they had grown too brazen and powerful, and now even the Baron himself was little more than a prisoner in a gilded cage. He welcomed the end of the sons and directed you all to the fancy dining hall. But before you left, there were words shared between him and Urfael. The drow-masked magic fade faded to reveal Earth's true face. While there was no recognition in Conifer's eyes, there was suspicion in his voice as he accused Earth of being that fool Aveline's pet dwarf. Earth decided at that point in time it was uh, good for Con Conifer to take a nap and helped him to sleep as you left for the dining room. To the sounds of Reaper, Reaper, have you come to slay me finally? You found the dining room, the outside full of rare flowers and fragrant, fragrant oils, all the partially masked the smell of slaughter within the dining hall. Bodies still strewn about the floor and chairs and tables, and a large man sitting in the seat of honor, sipping some wine. 
words exchanged between he and Earth before he summons a dragon plate, plate male armor from a ring he wears on a hand, downs a wine, grows four times his size, and begins battle. Scipio and two rogues reveal themselves from invisible, but between Norwin's dispelling of giant elephants, Earth's brutal and merciless strength, who is a control for a third time now, and Annie forcing Jack into a comical jig that, that locked him in place and made him easy pickings. Even the mighty mercenary lord fell within moments. Stealing Jack's head, armor, ring, and flaming great axe, he left for the final stop of this bloody morning, intent on finishing the job before the sun was even up. He found that the res residential area you, you had left maybe an hour ago, if not less, was overcome with shouts and screams and commands as the bravest of the townsfolk had taken up discarded weapons, pickaxes, and whatnot to take stand against the remaining sons. Several were dead, along with a dozen poor townsfolk, others tied up, but the majority of the sons seemed trapped within the mine by boulders that the, that, that the miners, once sleeping, had piled up and were holding them firm. You three left Darbellos outside to try and make sense and peace of this chaos while you ventured into the, into the mines. Midway through, you were nearly quite ambushed, uh, quite nearly ambushed by some archers and hidden mercs, if not for any scouting with Strychnine. Jack Jr. revealed himself and was on his way to making quick work of Annie, calling her a devil. But a hypnotic pattern from her, Norwin's hold person, and Earth's black blade took him down in seconds, truly. Uh, unmasking, the man revealed a red-skinned tiefling with horns shorn as close as possible to his skin. Just a bit further on, you explored a bit more and found the obsidian wall that was mentioned earlier by Weaver with ancient runes carved across a smooth, black, glassy surface. Norrin's spellcraft, comprehend languages, allowed him to decipher the words with a touch, and he, he, and he read, within this mighty prison of six magi make and fold, do we entrap the devil whose whispers do untold. Damage to our people, the wicked and the wrong, even dragon knights succumbed, thirst for violence just too strong. We bid farewell to friend, tricked him to be carved. A final meal for evil, we hope the beast can starve. These walls block all passage, more than stone or steel. No spellcraft shall slip by, nor travel ethereal. But should this cell be opened by like blood of entrapped night, a warning we shall leave. Do not trust your sight. Do not heed the whispers. Do not believe the dreams. Do not lose yourself. Nothing is as it seems. Cast away your wickedness. Atone for all your sin. Manifest the devil and seal yourself within. As you discuss what this all could possibly mean, a small patch of blood left from Norwin's glove sank into the wall and the volcanic glass began to crack and fracture to pieces. Um, just because it's easier to do this than anything else, I'm going to actually share my screen just because I want to set the mood exactly where it was when we left off at quite the clipping. You guys should be all be able to hear this right about now. Yeah, because now it's open. Mm -hmm. 
Like how how far much of it is open? Is it just like enough for eyes to peek through, or could we physically step in? A whole five foot by five foot section has crumbled, and pieces of it are still. Oh boy! Don't love this. Alexandra, I hate to use your your familiars in such a way, but would you mind? Or would Strict Nine mind checking it out? Or does he have a vibe of any kind? Strict Nine, can you check it out? He will not. He claims it to your soul shoulder, shaking. I'll step back. He won't. Okay, so yeah, that's... Oh, shit. This is a lich of some kind. The lights inside all go out. You all see nothing, even those of you with dark vision. The light in your hand, out. Pitch blackness. In your ears, you hear a... As chills grip your bones and goosebumps rise on your flesh as something moves past you. Chill on your spine, the hair on your neck standing up. There seems to be almost a momentary pause. And Earth, you hear in your head, oh so quiet, tear falling. And you remember being held by Aveline. and how warm that was and how you'll never feel anything that warm ever again except for the blood that streamed from your hands your own your enemies sometimes even your allies as you told your sword you wished there were more sons you wish there was more to kill. The darkness goes away. The light in Norman's hand, your hand shaking ever so slightly, is still there. Your dark vision comes back. The lights inside illuminate as well. They're dim. After the revelation and seemingly evacuation, cease. After the, the revelation and seemingly evacuation of whatever was within this, this obsidian 25 by 25 by 25 foot cube, Norman dropped down the 15 feet to survey the walls with his comprehend languages. There he read several notes written in blood, someone with shit of the occupant whose skeleton remained sitting against the central pillar. These notes from him show his rapid descent to madness before apparently taking his own life with a golden cleaver that remains clutched in one skeletal grip. Norman used the cleaver to remove the corpse's head 
and tossed both up to two Urphael. In addition, he passed up two immaculate spear, very heavy spear, like barbed spearhead well, weapons of, of some sort, passed those up to Earth, and then dragged over with Norwin's, you know, very strong self, a huge two-headed axe that seemed made of stone, almost like there's a face on one side and a smaller face on the other side of this two of this uh, huge double-sided axe. Passes that up, Earth takes it one-handed, and then lifts his ally up. And it is here that we pick up, the chill in the air not abating, the hair on your arms and neck still standing at attention, an earth feeling of void within his heart as black as the blood on his hands is red. Take it away. Dogbellos hasn't seen anything on the surface, it sounds like, can't. No point in hanging around. Might as well head on up. I think it'd be wise to head back to the surface and make sure everybody up there is all right. Mother from what Dorbello said. That's smart. But I guess, you know, keep your senses peeled. It seems like we might not be able to trust our eyes 100%. If something seems off, perhaps it is. So. Use your other senses too. And if we don't see anything, do we search around town or do we leave? I don't know. We don't have a lot of time to prattle about, but it doesn't sit well with me to unleash an evil onto a town that has just had an occupation of great distress. Can't do nothing till we know something. That is mm-hmm. true. And currently, this just looks like, from all of my reading, a, a nana, which would take time. A nana? Nana, our business, we're on a timeline, Norwin. Uh, you gotta get going so Earth doesn't die. Yes, I suppose. Well, let's go to the surface and survey the situation. Good. Oh, we will we will leave. Okay. Are you going to continue y- your way through the way, way that you haven't gone yet to loop around the, the other entrance exit, or do you want to backtrack the way that you know is safe? No, I want. I'm going to start going the way where there might be more sense of Jack. I would follow. Yeah, I, yeah, I was like, if you guys good. want to object and go the other way, you can say something. But I would just start walking that way. Clear them out means clear them out. And that was our original goal. So. Okay. You guys, backtrack a bit here to the um, rails. You can you can see so sort of going from the from the the west to the northeast side of the map here, and you just follow your way along. Some alcoves here and there, sure, but. Nothing of great interest. As you all um, keep your eyes peeled, um, you walk for two, three minutes and nothing yet. Is there anything you want to to do or say while you walk? 
or is this a silent stealthy mission? I would like to take a closer look at the, at the crap we're carrying. Are we going to talk to, I mean, why are we carrying the skull? Are we going to talk to that? Eventually, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't think it would hurt. Just depends on when we are able to. Um, Any chance this thing could be the Reaper that Jack was talking about? If you don't recognize that nickname, Earth, then perhaps he was expecting something and knew something about it? Could be tied into that hand we saw earlier, too. Mm-hmm. Though this thing seems old, very old. That body down there had been dead for decades, as far as I could tell. And their occupation here, I don't think, had been that long. Not decades worth. Centuries, even. But I'm saying they're mixed up with something that's that old. They might very well have gotten mixed up with something that old. Mm-hmm. We're mixed up with a lot of old things. <laughs> I mean, Norman and I are mixed up with you. Just got a point. That you are. And uh, I will I'll say to Darbellos, if the situation changes up there, let us know. We are on our way back up. Right. Uh, things are things are calming down up here in a sense, but there's also a. It would seem like like a number of the, the townsfolk. Um, how to put put this? Were more in favor of the sons of, of Red Jack's occupation here from a, a level of protection. So there's currently some debates here. Your your friend, uh, the Weaver, is back as well, trying to calm down the folk here, perhaps doing a better job than I was even. So I'm stepping back at the moment, letting them hash out what they're hashing out, but um, you would not be remiss if you you did not come quickly. That is something that we were concerned about. Well, they were concerned about that we knew that they might be concerned about. Is the protection of the town. Is there any kind of forces that can come quickly to Abelos to protect this town? Well, now that the liberation has already occurred, it's possible possible that the Archlector will decide to send a small battalion here Perhaps a place like like this, ten or twelve or so, should be able to to hold it fairly well. So I I have already written to him about our efforts here. Have you three taken care of Jack Junior? I am to understand, and you are quite sure of it. I'd say we're pretty sure of it, at least. Um... That is the way that it was left to be interpreted by the mercenaries and by us. 
well, let's let's chat when you get back. Let's make as sure as we can before I I write my third note to the archlector. I want him to, to wake up right and early in the morning with three notes of assurances that I don't have to backtrack the very next day. Sense. But either way, well done. Have you found the miners yet? I don't think we have. As you think that, you do hear sounds from ahead of you following these, these cart tracks and you see a flickering light, clearly torchlight um, up ahead. You can't see anything because it's clearly around a corner or so, but you're definitely nearing some source of um, spoken sound and flickering torchlight. I think we found more suns, and I'm going to take off toward the sounds. Okay. Brisk pace. Yep. Earth, you're the first to, to, to arrive as you're coming in, and you see a fairly open chamber, kind of like the um, switchback that, that we saw on a previous map, um, just to send everybody... They're sort of, of akin to this map that we see here, um, but less elaborate, pretty much just like two intersecting um, rails. And you come in and you see a good number of people here. And for a moment, you're like, good. Then you see that the majority of them, a good dozen or more of them are sitting in a circle um, and there's a pile of pickaxes off to the, the, off to the side discarded or as if they were dropped wherever they were. And there are three armed individuals with the, the bloody red handprint somewhere on their, their shields or, or, or their face or their cloak. And these three have torches and spears, well, one has an ax, and they're roughly triangling surrounding this circle. And fairly quick, quickly, you deduce, um, before your allies you even, catch, even catch up to you quite yet, you deduce that these look like the townsfolk. They're not tied, they're not shackled by any means, they're simply sitting um, as three, three armed individuals looking sort of um, spooked <laughs> as you come in all all heads turn toward toward you and the three uh sons of red jack um two of them drop their torches and, and go grab their spears and level them toward you the other the, the other one holds on his torch and says back stay back and he walks over he he, he just he's right next to one of the um miners and and older gentleman that looks like in a perfect world he he would not be doing such a heavy labor anymore and he holds the axe right up to his neck stop where you stand i will stop for a minute okay that will give and that will give enough time for for norman and annie you guys could come up behind earth seeing he stopped and you see the exact same scene ahead of you mm. Two with torches. You count quickly, Earth. There's 14 
miners sitting here in a circle. And there's the one with the, the, the last torch and the hand axe against the old old man, old miner man's throat. Hmm. Let the old man go and we'll stay here. We just want to talk. Talk. I'm not here. You've been doing lots of talking in this town so far. How about this? You get the fuck out of the mine, get the fuck out of the town, and then we'll let the, the miners go. I'm going to think none of them deserve to live. And then out loud, Earth's going to say, 14 of you are afraid of three of them. You fucking cowards don't deserve to live then. And I'm going to go towards wh whoever the closest enemy is. Okay. One with uh -huh. the spear, step back, step back. The one with the, the, the torch and the hand axe says, I'm not fucking around here. And he presses it up against the man's neck. <gasps> a little bit of blood begins to, to trickle from a red line. The other ones kind of murmur. Well, what are you doing? They shout at you <laughs> as you're oncoming. If I have an opportunity or a moment, I'd like to start casting Hold Person. Okay. Uh, fourth level. Go ahead and roll initiative. All right. All right, rolling initiative. 20. Not bad. Very nice, actually. Seventeen. Nice. Nineteen. Well, it works out perfectly that that Norwin, in a, in a very rare chance of a, a rare um, instant mm -hmm. uh, alacrity. Yeah. <laughs> very high Stephen roll. roll is the easy way of saying high instance of alacrity from Norwin. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Stephen roll big number. Um, <laughs> as their eyes are all on Earth, you actually have a rare chance to to. Do your mystical mumbo jumbo, point your staff toward him as his eyes flicker toward you and you and you back to you, Norman. As you point at him, he just you fucking ass for it, and he but his body tenses up and the blade dug about maybe a millimeter or two into the skin. He's, ah! But he is held at this moment in time. Yeah. Did you hear me when I said I cast that at fourth level? Oh, I did not. So all of them are, are held, I take it. Uh, well, I should, I should, I should, you can, I should roll saves, I guess. <laughs> I, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I, I would be very hard pressed to, to believe that, that they wouldn't be with your, um, yep, they're all, they're all held, even the 717 doesn't make because your save is 18 right yeah yeah it absolutely mm -hmm. yeah yeah so in that case all of them are held mm-hmm i'll say take a look guys make it quick frankly annie would be up next. annie you, 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 you <laughs> that's true 
I would say, Earth, kill the one holding the man first, please. I don't want to accidentally push the axe into his knife, and I'll just do three Eldritch Blasts at one of the other ones just standing there. Okay. Don't bother um, rolling here. The initiative was more to see um, who would get the, um, the drop first. So, Annie, you blast one. Earth, what are you going to, to do? Uh, I'm going to use that axe that we just got out of the tomb and try to, well, I mean, old man has escaped from being held, right? Uh, he's still held. He's still in that spot because he's got, you know, one, one hand, or I guess he had a torch in his hand. So really he's just pressed against the guy's body. But once he, once he realizes that he can move, he just kind of grabs the, the back of the, of the axe and pulls it and just... Uh, tumbles and rolls out of the way. So right as he moves. Cleave that guy in half. Then you just come up fast. You wouldn't think a dwarf would be this fast. And you just take him right through the middle. Blood splatters the far wall. His guts stick and begins tying down before his upper half falls. His legs still standing until they topple over as well. That leaves one left. Oh, then I, if I still have time to get there and whatnot, I'll go and yep. attack that one as well. Okay. Yep. So you do that. Spinning the axe so it's the other side. and uh, the, small, the smaller side for a smaller man. For indeed, you do notice that this, this, this one can't be more than Norman's age. Human boy, 19, dead. <laughs> the smaller half gets in his, in his face. And you just lift it and smash him on the ground. Quick work, bloody work. Miners are <laughs> tending to be, be the old man and they all just kind of look at you all with fear, shock, not sure what to make of it yet. No one talking, everybody just waiting get for the shooter. The fuck up. Get, get up, get up, get up. They all stand as one. Are there any more? They all went the way you just came from. And now. Hmm. And have you seen anything else? Any darkness? Any sounds in the past 30 seconds? They look at each other. No. And I say we move on. Sheep don't fucking know anything. For once I agree. The way should be clear now. Are there any other miners that are not present here that you are aware of? No, they gathered all of us here when when whatever's happening outside. Is is it a a revolt? An up an upheaval heaval of some sort? A coop? Is it a coop? A slaughter. Time for the sons of Jack to go away. That's all. They <sighs> overstayed. Look at each other. Nod. Oh, God. I don't know. I don't know who you are, but thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, there's like three of them here that kind of have this look of like completely not trusting what, what, what you're saying. And there's, a, there's like four of them here that are sort of like look like they're displeased with this. Like, this is a bad decision. Out of the frying pan into the, into the, the fire, so sort of 
you know, demeanor to them. Like we're going to stay, stay quiet and do what we're told here, but who's taking us over now? That, that sort of thing. But the other seven seem like, yeah, yeah, this is great. Yeah. Well, we're heading out. Follow us if you will. Otherwise you're on your own. Just a warning though, if any of us catch a sniff of anyone who sympathizes with the sons of Jack, we'll assume they are them. And that wouldn't be good for anyone, would it? Well, aforementioned four exchange glances and looks and then <laughs> just plaintively all look the upper left at the same time. Hmm. <laughs> Collectively whizzing their pants. Yeah. Uh, there is no murmur of anything of the sort as you guys continue your pathway. Um, folks are talk, talking, you know, they're asking you questions like, what's happening outside? Who are you? Where did you come from? Just a cacophony of questions at, at you. But you're free to, to answer any of them if, if you wish. Just had some business, that's all. Just passing through. You were sent by the crown, believe it or not. I knew his majesty didn't abandon us. He would never do that. It was just a matter of time. These fucking idiots weren't worth saving. Was that thought or spoken? Spoken. Well, at, at that, even the more excitable, agreeable ones kind of like, like verbally slapped and then just kind of like linger back a bit to give you guys a good 15 feet um, ahead. And they kind of all quiet down themselves. I will say over my shoulder, sorry about that. You should see him on a bad day though. <laughs> <laughs> he gets a little on right? All right. Only minutes later, you have made your way around and you see Barest glimmers, no, actually, no, you, well, you, you barest glimmers of torchlight through cracks in a wall that's, that's very haphazard. You see that the trail goes, or the rails go right through that. This is clearly the other barricade on the other side of the mountain. <laughs> I'll think to Darbellos, it's us. We want to come out. We're at the opposite exit. Hmm. You know, all these questions about anything odd appearing or anything, anything of the sort, it occurs to me that maybe I should uh, make sure that you are who you say you are. If I meet any resistance at the barrier, I am going to try to push past it. Okay. Go ahead and make a strength check. Ooh, fun. Minus Ooh, nope. Oh, man. You wow. Put your, and you push, and it wasn't the fact that there's five of them. <clears throat> Closing it in, you're like, motherfucking son of a bitches. <laughs> I suppose, what do you want to ask us? Well, tell me, to tell me something that only an Astoria would know. Well, then how would you know it? <laughs> That's clever. 
what was the name of, of, of this song that you played in the Katreva Trail? In All My Dreams I Drowned. Wouldn't that be one of them? I assume that you would say the correct answer, whatever it is. I'm, I'm not even sure if we ever actually established. Anything. I don't think we did. Yeah, it's not a trick question for you. Unless he's, yeah, talking, I'm like, unless he's talking the one that uh, we talked about doing together. That was the one that came to my, my mind. Because I was like, the one you're talking yeah. about, Darbellos wasn't with us when you did that song. That's right. So it would be our, our duet, right. our like goodbye duet. There you go. Yeah. Yep. 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 Perhaps a better question w w would be: With whom did you sing a, a song when we were at the Epicatreva Vale together? Raphael and I repeat, that's not something only I would know, because now I count you and him knowing that, along with an entire clan of elves and Norwin. <laughs> yes, you need to get better at your inquisition. <laughs> yes, wasting our fucking time, Darbellos. Worried about if it's it's Norwin or the Katreva that are impersonating you. I'm worried about if it's something else. But your point is well, ta well taken. Just a moment. And you hear him him shout through, through the wall, it's them, move the, move the boulders. And they begin to lift them. <laughs> Takes five of them to heave so some of the stones. And you guys are free. And exiting to this area now of the town. All right, and we're on the the east side. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Moving here right now. Yep. Okay. All right. Surveying the area, everything seems to be about as we left it. Yeah. I mean, other from people moving, obviously. But. Yeah, not much has, has changed. Our fellows is, is walking over as well, sees uh, Manny. You've got some slashes in your armor, your, your clothing. Fortunately, your shadowy cloak is made of God knows what, because it, it does, does not seem, seem to be stained nor sliced, but you yourself are bleeding, because I think Jack Jr. got you pretty good a, a, a bit there with his first know. round of attacks, but... We didn't leave her while she was blind, no. Was... I didn't, um, oh, I should probably take your people from... Yeah, because that had my HP on it. I think I was... I feel like you were doing fairly decent. Oh, that is, I had, I, that is not what I had. Hold on a sec, I'll grab, I'll grab from where we just were. That's the most accurate. Mm -hmm. All right. So it's like, if you didn't write it down, just be sure, think hard. Yeah, I'll keep track of mine on my sheet first, and then I update the other one. There we go. There's the new three of you, right there. Mm -hmm. There we go. There we go. Mm -hmm. He steps up and says, well, you look well enough. You should say then. I probably will have to before this is over. Wait. Did Junior identify himself? 
Didn't we take his head? Yes. Yep. I'm pretty sure we did. And we wouldn't have put it in the box because there is no room to open the box in the mines. So we would yeah. be holding it so, when it'd be like. Yeah. Hits the ground, rolls a bit, and he goes, didn't entirely expect that. No, neither did we. But that seemed to be the one that they were all listening to and also the one that seemed to have concern about what we did to their father, unless somebody else in the mercenary troop was related. I would say that's a type that. I'll get to the bottom of this. It says that, that the least I can do from an inquisitory standpoint. I'll, I'll find out if this is truly Jack Jr. by whatever means I need to. You have done plenty already. Now the only problem is that, that and he kind of looks over his shoulder, we're at the center of the, 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 the town here where there's that like stone um, kind of thing majig here. You see in what appears to be an argument taking place. Um, Earth, you, you recognize, um, though it's been years since you've seen them in, in any, any sort of, of clarity, but there's the gentleman that, do you recall when you guys flew in, you um, saw an, an older gentleman in the watchtower? Mm -hmm. The big bonfire there? You, you see him and he appears to be um, mincing words with Weaver. So basically two old men, um, with verbal um, disagreements, not shouting, just as old men will having a, a disagreement right over here in this area. And Darbello sort of just hooks his thumb and jerks his head over that over that way. And you hear um, this this person, old Toby, from the Watchtower. Old Toby. Old Toby, and he's saying to to John. Weaver, oh, oh, who's going to protect us now, huh? Huh? And he looks over at you guys, all just came, just came out, and Darbellos, and he just gestures, and his voice rises so you can hear him more clearly. Though he's talking to Weaver, you have a distinct impression that um, in many ways he's talking to you all more so. And he says, oh, who's going to protect us now, huh? You, you all gonna stay here and keep us safe like they was? Sure, work might have been tougher than usual and th there wasn't much in kind as they was demanding. But ain't been no raids or bandits, no nonsense here since they came. And ain't no no or orc warband gonna come storming our town while mercenary crew calls it own. So what now? You all gonna stay? The Inquisition gonna stay? Nah, y'all just be liberating one minute then leaving us to the wolves the next. Weaver says, and you feel free to, to, to interrupt if you want to. Weaver says, Toby, you old goat, don't you see that's exactly what they want you to think? That's precisely the mindset <coughs> they tricked you into, that you are better under their eye, better giving yourself to them, better to fight against your own freedoms and brothers than be united against the real threat. Your words is flowery, Weaver. But she ain't answering the blunt question, so I ask it plain as an axe in the face. How about you all become men and learn how to defend yourself? And while they're having this conversation, 
I will have meandered over to these captured sons of Jack. Okay. And first one will get an axe. Next one, I'm going to draw a dagger out and stab relentlessly. And the third one, I'm going to wrestle to the ground while viciously choking and hitting his head against the, the ground until he stops fighting back. All right. <clears throat> okay. Uh, I might you make that a little more merciful. See, if you want to learn how to become a man and defend yourself, my sparring partner right here is just warming up. You want to take a lesson? Stop running your mouth and start running your feet, old man. Oh, Toby just looks at this display of, I guess, uncouth carnage in his eyes, at least. And he blinks rapidly. And he says, all I'm saying is the sons of Red Jack ain't here no more. And that's, that's fine. And our own blood fills these streets. But when the next raid comes, when the dwarves come from over top from Scarland, the bandits, the barbarians, the war hits us, who's going to be to blame? Yeah, you can say nice words like, Protect our service, pick up, pick up arms, but they already killed all of our guards. First thing that they, they did, a second or third perhaps. I'm not saying I like the sons, I am saying that we're now left with nothing, nothing to protect us. It's a bunch of swords lit in the ground. You liberate us. But you gotta be putting us in a better situation than you found us. Else you're as bad as starting our death warrants with a future date on the parchment. See, I have a severe issue with men who think once they've been liberated that it's somebody's job to take care of them. Do for yourself. Your life is your own. We did what we had to. If everyone sat on their arse waiting for someone else to take care of them one bad thing after the other none of us would fucking get anywhere you built the town now build a guard what if we could find <clears throat> a more honorable replacement I'm, I'm, I'm listening I'm all ears well, I don't know if they do it yet but I'm just saying, would you shut the fuck up then? Yeah. Yeah. Then we'll try and do that. Seeing the um, blood and carnage that covers you all, especially Earth, to be blunt, after that, <laughs> as your hands still have like bone shards and like, like skin from his neck kind of hanging off you. As, as, I, as I walk up and say that, I'm going to, like, see that my hands are covered in blood and look for, like, a place to wipe them and find that I'm just covered entirely and just be like. <laughs> he looks like he's going to, he doesn't really look like he's going to say anything more. He looks like, yeah, that's exactly what, what he wants. And then he see, looks you up and down and he just nods one curt nod and turns and 
walks away from you. Oh. And I'm gonna think in my I'm gonna think in my head. You don't try to tell a spooked livestock to be brave. You just tell them whatever they need to hear to calm the fuck down. And is that telling them they're fucking sheep? <clears throat> well, they don't need to know that. Well, you said it out loud multiple times. To the miners, not to this sod. They're all the same. Brown pants pansies, every single one of them. Brown pants pants, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, Sorry, but, I was going to say, it's a lot of the good, strong people were probably executed by the sons of Red Jack. And when you're not used to having to defend for yourselves in such a uh, militaristic capacity, it's understandable to be shaken and scared. But, you know, nobody gets strong by always being protected perhaps, but it's hard to see yourself at the top of a hill when you're at the bottom sometimes. Those are, those are very wise words from one as young as you, says Weaver. Yes. Thank you for all that you've done. He looks you all in the eye, each including Annie's black Eyes still. <laughs> Constant reminder to throw in. <laughs> Don't fall asleep. <laughs> but he looks, he looks you all in the eyes and says, truly, there are those in this town that will undoubtedly besmirch your names in the Inquisition no matter what happens, but this was not protection. I have little doubt if anything, if a real fight ever came they would have turned and left. The people of this town didn't mean anything. Our homes meant nothing except to keep the rain off their heads. So thank you. I could be of assistance, I suppose. Is, if I, if I may be so, so blunt, and he looks at again, the blood staining you all and, the, and your, your myriad wounds and whatnot and your haunted visages and faces and says is it over is it done unless you're hiding some more somewhere that's all i've seen i reckon those were that uh, were outside the, the town uh, that were in hiding it came up from the southern thoroughfare and well Glad he, he nods at Earth, and then he nods at the, the pile of bodies nearby. I think you just took care of them. Then that leaves two that away, and they're looking over there, silent. The two that are still tied, tied up, still tied up to the two that are dead. Also, so tied to dead weights. I'm sure there are still more that are out and around, but like finding rats in your your. Great. They'll appear. I don't ask you to do more than what you already have. In fact, if I do ask for anything, it's simply that you stay for a short time. Rest. You've swooped in from nowhere. 
how long have you been in this this town? Have you been been planning this for days, weeks? In 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 a sense, in a much more real sense, we came tonight. Got here about three hours ago. Yep. His you know kind of always squinty eyes kind of like widen. <laughs> Just coughing, rasping, laughed at him. Not planning was minutes at most. Nearly two years, and it's done just like that. Not to not to minimize what you've all done. In fact, if anything, to emphasize it. Thank you. He looks at Dark Bellis and says, and thank you to the Inquisition and the Crown for sending such able bodied. Dark Bellis looks at Weaver and says, he opens his mouth to say he looks at, at you three, looks back at him and says, the Inquisition does not need your thanks. It simply does the job that was eventually decided that it was time to do it. If you have any thanks, it is not for the Inquisition to hear. Not for me, surely. It should be for, for these three. They did this job of their own accord with their own means. Take that as you will. I have something that needs to be sent. And he does a, a nod to you three. And then he just makes his way over here. Or he actually goes into the jailhouse proper inside and is pulling out his quill and his parchment as he is walking in. I'm going to whisper to my companions, we should kill him. <laughs> Personable, that one. Can't kill him if we do. He, you die. Remember that. Yes. Can I do like a, an insight check to see if Earth is acting a little bit more aggressive than normal, just based on like the uh, the throttling of the previous ones and some of his his comments recently? Well, let me ask you this: Do you think you need an insight check for that? <laughs> oh, probably not. I don't think you you do. <laughs> I think whatever assumptions Stephen's making are the same that Norman would be making right now. Annie's just having fun. Yeah. <laughs> that's... We're doing it Earth's way. She decided. <laughs> She's dedicated, man. She's blinders on. Whatever happens, happens. It is purge night tonight, baby. <laughs> yep. No one will remember this. So, all right. Solidarity sister. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyways, yeah, sorry. That is all. So, Weaver just sits on the rock there and says, do, do you all have a place to stay this night? Let's no, stay in the jailhouse. I mean, technically we did rent a room. No, true. We rented a room? We stay in the fucking manor. Mm, that's what you desire. I mean, we can. But no, are you sure you want to stay with that old man you seem to love so much? Um, maybe we should stay in the uh, hotel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I say let's go back to the hotel. I want some alcohol. Our stuff is anyway. Let them recompile their lives at the moment. Yep. Agreed. Let us cool our heels a bit. I think, I think the tavern would be a wise place. 
I'm sure that food, drink, and room can be covered. I'll have a chat if need be. It is quite literally the least we could can do. Two hours ago, he's still in his own piss in a cage, and now he's given us all the gifts of the town. <laughs> I'll stay where I fucking please, thank you. I, and I am going to start heading toward the manor. Yeah. Well, what do you think, Norwin? I think we should keep an eye on him. Do we want to subdue him? Do we want to let him go to the manor? Do we care? You say you're walking over to the manor? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (sighs) I think at best we should follow him. At least not let him be alone with somebody he doesn't need to execute. I mean, do we want to wrap up things here first? I'm concerned about if we did, what would, uh, Rip's quick. He uh, doesn't need long to do things. I think it's best that we stay with him until we know that he's of sound mind. He's lost his temper incontrollably several times this evening. And furthermore, the writing on the wall literally has me a little jostled. True. An insatiable bloodlust wouldn't take much to put us in that kind of mood. (sighs) Okay. And I am going to need Earth to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh. Oh my. Minus two. Oh, no, wait, I have the cloak, so it's a minus one. Nine. Nine? Yeah, no, I hypnotic pattern deal. Oh. It only gives us some, well, I did it at fourth level, because that's it's, all I have. It's still just one minute. Still mm-hmm. just one minute? Perfect. Yep. Well, this gives us time to talk, at least, Norwin. Uh, he's not going to be happy when he comes out of that. Oh, whatever. Um, hmm. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> he's not happy when well, he comes whatever. out of anything, Norwin. <laughs> no, that's fair. That's fair. I'm going to time the com- I'm going to time your guys' conversation starting right now. Oh shit! Because I mean, I have been cut down by that blade more than once. So uh, what do we do? We do we just like a scoop a doop him into the box and hope he doesn't suffocate? You change him into something, we put him in the box. Let's take what are some we gonna do? weapons away quick. Uh, yep, yep, yep. Let's just set aside the axe and the magical weapons that we found inside of the tomb. Sounds good. We take those away. Sounds good, do that. Uh, do you think he them. was taken over by that shadow thing? I don't know, but it wouldn't surprise me. He's Prone to that? Prone to that. I would say, I think we should definitely keep an eye on him. I don't have any means of expelling him at at anything at the moment. You don't. I don't have any means of doing anything besides, well, I don't even think I can poison him, because can you poison a dwarf? I don't. I don't believe so. 
don't know that we should kill him or anything, but I do think he uh, seems to be watched. Uh, I don't have any kind of means of detecting magic. Oh, that doesn't take more than 10 minutes. Because um, hmm. I literally don't have anything right now that can help uh, him. I can turn invisible and go away, but that's going to help. For humor, I'm going to cast resistance on him. Okay. And just see what happens. Do you think we should get him out of here? Like about 500 feet out of here? What do you think? How, it, can we, we can't physically move him, can we? Like, just with brute force? Uh, the two uh, shaking him would get him out of the hypnotic pattern. Sorry, didn't mean oh, to yeah. interrupt you. But jostling, because it, it okay. says right on the spell, even jostling oh, does. Okay, and yeah. Yep. Uh, I'd say get ready in case we need to do that immediately. Okay. So. Okay. Rowan, you said that you said you're going to cast resistance on Earth. Yes. As you do your um, chant and, and place your, your hand on him, the magic flows from you into him, just as the hypnotic pattern goes out. Or if you come to knowing exactly what happened, you remember the purple lights and you feel Norwin's hand on your shoulder quickly move. All right, then, buddy. What the fuck are you two doing? You're being quite a bit aggressive. Just concerned based on. <laughs> it's funny, you know, 10 minutes ago in the mine, it was kill him, Murph, kill him, cut him down, slaughter him. And now it's, whoa, whoa, what's going on? You're too fucking aggressive. There's a time and a place. Oh, okay, time and a place. So it's still my fucking problem. Are you coming or not? I don't know. Are you going to kill Conifer or not? No, I have a decent place for us to clean up and shake off this cold. Fine. I can be agreeable to that. If you'll excuse, of course, that's the, um, we just don't know what we let out. And, you know, you are a powerful ally, but you are a terrifying foe. And, yeah, so I want to be on your good side. And I also don't want to be on the business end of that sword. Or that axe. Or that dagger. Or that You don't job. need to grovel to him, Norwin. If we were his friends, truly and purely, then you wouldn't have to suck up. So at this point, don't apologize for his behavior. Now yeah, let's just go a... fucking clean up. Tough to call me a friend and be afraid of me, isn't it? Tough to be a friend when you keep treating people poorly, isn't it? Let's go. Mm -hmm. we'll go. And I will walk past him <laughs> if he's not walking yet. Oh no, yeah, I would have been walking this whole time, mind talking at you guys. Mm-hmm. Yep. In that case, um, Leo, I will task you with describing the path that you take and where, where you take them. Uh, so it would actually be passed up. Uh, we'd go past the manor that we went to, to before, you know, and out kind of through the back and up the back mountainside of, because you guys remember how I was on the other side of that crevasse? 
don't know mm -hmm. how much everybody remembers. And then uh, it's kind of like a, uh, everybody's seen Lord of the Rings, yeah? Mm -hmm. The hidden stairwell, Gollum yep. takes Sam there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A very much cliff like that where it's like, if you know where you're going, oh, you can climb this. Mm -hmm. uh, that leads up and then comes to like a little basin where there's a nice little hot spring steaming up in the, well, now the sun would probably be coming up because that'd probably be a good 45-minute jaunt up there. Okay, so we're really running out of our mind to see, but that's fine. Yeah, mm -hmm. I was going to say, you guys are probably near running out of that shortly a after you, you begin your um, hike up. And yeah, exactly as Earp said, this is not a thing that you would easily see. And the stairs only take you up so far. And then it's a little bit on paths, and then there's a little bit of stone steps and a little little bit of like dirt and stone paths. It's not something that you would easily find by any means. And there's some scrub brush and bare trees around here, but surrounding this little warm pool, there's green grass. Real quick, I do want to do a fun little setup. While we're climbing up there at some of the tougher parts, uh, Earth's going to like jump ahead and turn around and offer a hand out to Annie. To climb I will up. not take it. You're not going to take it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Norwin? I will, I'll take it. Okay, and I will help Norwin up. Mm -hmm. Good to note, good to note. <laughs> That's all I wanted to know. <laughs> mm -hmm. yep. Then after I pull him up, I'm gonna do that whole like, oh, as I <laughs> I do his tunic and kind of push him off the edge. Falls hundreds of feet, <laughs> hundreds of feet. <laughs> no, but I just wanted to have that little thing. Okay, sorry, we're at the pool. No, 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 it's perfect. Mm -hmm. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, there's, again, it's hard to get to. So Earp seems to remember the way he, sometimes he stops and goes, what's it? Uh, mm, I think it's that way. And then you know, he's like, like, he's sort of thinking through like, like, an, like a deep, deep mem memory that he has and extends a hand out a couple of times to Annie who turns up her nose <laughs> and refuses and a hand out to Norlin who reticently yet gracefully accepts um mm -hmm. and then eventually after a 45 minute hike from where you were down originally which is a little bit funny only because it began with the statement of of let's i know somewhere where we can just relax get out and, and cool down and just get out, out of this chill and clean ourselves up and then it's 45 minutes hard hiking <laughs> exactly how you and exactly after, you. after you bypass the estate, you realize, oh, there must be like, you know, a guest house. And about 10 minutes after that, you realize, what the fuck is he doing? But Earth's just ahead of you, not, mm -hmm. not giving a shit. So you follow him, and eventually, yes, you do come up this last turn where there's stones and rocks up, around, hidden in a little alcove, some, some steam coming up, and some green grass, and maybe even some wild, um, some wildflowers up here that are, are able to grow just from the natural heat from this little spot. It's really, it's not a beautiful, it's not like a desert oasis by any means like that, but it is comparison to the rest of this place, an area where there's a little bit less stone and chill. And you do indeed, right as you come up there and crest, you do see the sun just beginning, the very, very top of it, the first rays of light just beginning to crest up and through the clouds and hit the top of the mountain sunset has come and in about 15 25 minutes it'll probably be more light here right now it's still quite dark 
into a nice little spot. I used to come here from time to time to rest the old <coughs> weary bones, and I'm going to just start dropping trout and getting all the bloody stuff off me and getting in the pool. Making a whole bunch of old man noises as I do. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sit down and stuff and start like assessing his wounds and all that. I'll get undressed and set my weavy needles to fix my armor. Nice. Ooh, nice. Very nice. The one, the ones you got from your new new home. Mm-hmm. You lay out your armor, put the needles on them, and go. <coughs> <laughs> and they just start. That's the command word. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's our command word for me. So. <laughs> Um, nope. Yeah, so they, 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 to, to, to do that as you as you step in as well, the water is warm. It's not it's not entirely like you know Japanese hot spring esque, but have you ever been like in a chill in like a Colorado mountain spring that has like mm-hmm. that smell to it too, like the sulfuric. The, the, yeah, the sulfur of it. Yeah, I was actually gonna say this is remember the um, pools that were in the mines that as I don't step in there, it's a little bit it's mm-hmm. really hot and like hot and caustic. This mm-hmm. is like the higher elevation tempered way. So I was, I was actually going to say it does have a mineral and a little bit, so, a little bit sulfuric smell to it. And it's not crazy hot by any means, but compared to the chill outside, it's basically a hot tub, you know? So Everything, it's basically all of the public baths in Iceland. There, there you go. Where That's it's all the, volcanic and outside and in the mountains. Mm-hmm. Exactly what it's like. Small, and when I say this thing is small, it's probably no bigger than like our um, living room here, if you if you recall, or our dining area. So it's not huge by any means. Yeah, like they're, an actual nice included. hot tub. Like if someone owned yeah. a nice hot tub, it'd be about that size. So the like, three of you, you know, in it is is a you know you could maybe fit a couple more people or some halflings. Or the three of us can stretch out. That's pretty much exactly where it's at. exactly. <laughs> A little bit more. You guys have done hot tubs to, or hot hot springs and whatnot together in the past, and uh, they've been various levels of extra of extravagance. The, the Fay one. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. This one is by far the most um, austere of them, but it's also that much more comforting that you're near people. You can kind of feel the the, the waves as each other move and, and and breathe, and you just settle in, and. The warm water begins to relax your tense muscles and begins to chip away at that chill that's been in your bones and on your skin and your goosebumps begin to fade and your hair begins to settle from whatever that was in that obsidian box. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so... Mm. Seems like you have some history with this town, if, I, if you don't mind me asking or mentioning. This is where I was <clears throat> reared so kindly from my childhood years. Yeah. Yep. This is the glowing town that the noble family that took me in was set to oversee. I wasn't wasn't aware that you were taken in by a royal town, a royal family. Well, 
nobles in Agrison are quite a bit different than they are in Ceremonia. Mm-hmm. It's not, I mean, it's, it's a dime a dozen compared to like the Dragon March family. Sure. Sure. Right? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was sense to double check. <laughs> I would say that the Dragon Mark family, remember, they can't legally own land outside of the court city. That's part of the um, treaties. Mm-hmm. So comparing any nobles to them is like insane. But yes, Ag- Agristone has nobles that are just spread all, all around. So yeah, you're, you're, you're accurate. Yep, 17 good years. Well, seven, seven good years. Seven good years. Well, yeah, why do you think I knew my way around those mines so well? Ah, that's fair, I suppose. I might uh, assume that you started working there when you were eight. (laughs) (laughs) It's about. But can't complain, got good at swinging things. Yes. So you're telling me your family was the one living in the manor? Well, no. And yes. I was adopted by the Lord's wife, but I was never accepted into the family. Hmm. So when she died of illness, I was about six or seven. I mean, I might as well have been any of the servants that live behind those gates. Hell, I would have been lucky to be one of them. They didn't have to live with the fuck. Hmm. I'm going to go underwater for a bit and shake out all the blood and nastiness in my hair. While he's underwater, I'm going to look at Norman and say, so you're telling me seven fucking years in that house and he still never learned how to pick up a fork? <laughs> well... When you're young, I suppose. And then, um, <laughs> but oh, that's interesting, and I assume that's what led to one thing and another, and um, led to what Conifer was talking about with um, some uh, violent transgressions, uh, violent arguments. We all have our breaking points, right? Yeah. I can see that. Sad to admit it took me a long time to reach mine. Mm. But yeah. <clears throat> see, Agrestone has a mandatory military service, so when I turned of age, I would have been free to leave, and he would have been out of my free labor, so he thought he'd try to sell me into slavery. Ah. So... I killed the fucker. Sure, Decided to strike out my own way. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. I see. And then you decided to join up with the military? Well, I had well, to. Well, I had to, I suppose. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you don't mind, can you explain a little bit more about this dead legion? I've been under the impression that it, it almost seems like something that you would be pressed into as punishment from the sounds of it. Well, it's like this. You know, starving guy gets caught for nicking a loaf of bread mm-hmm. and he can either 
serve his sentence in the in the jail, however long they decide that may be. You know, mm-hmm. it varies. Or he can serve his time on the front lines, and then all will be forgiven. Ah. So, but what we're doing now. Yeah, pretty much. That's how Agrostone gets their dirty work done. Charming place. (laughs) Yeah. I see. Well, that fits a bunch of pieces into the puzzle for me, then. Mm. I'm sorry, you've been confused about something? No, it's just I didn't... I didn't know about your past that much, and I wasn't sure if it was a tender subject. So. It is what it is. No change in it, right? Fair. It's true. I don't think time travel magics have been created yet, as far as I'm aware. I barely like messing with that portal magic. I don't want to fucking mess with <laughs> time travel magic. Coming out of the phase bad enough. That's true. At least you can only go forward and not back. As far as I'm aware. Well, I can see why you have disdain in this place. Or at least some of the practices held within. Yeah, well, it's not just this place, you know. So sorry if I've been a bit of an asshole tonight. And with that, I will dip under the water to shake out my hair. <laughs> yeah. You, you hear a slight... <laughs> As a bunch of bubbles for some reason come up. Mysteries of the pond. From behind me. <laughs> both, both ends intersecting. Wow. Joking. Mm-hmm. No, uh, I, I'm going to wait and hover until I see her start to try to come out of the water. And then classic P. Fudescent did a hot tub thing. I'm going to dunk her under the water. She thinks she's coming up. Sputtering, <laughs> <laughs> coming up. Erfiel, stop that right now. <laughs> Annie loves water, as we all know. Right? Oh, and yeah. Then, and then I'm going to pull her out this time, and I'm going to say, now I'm done being an asshole. For tonight. Was it an 18 hit? <laughs> <laughs> an 18 does hit. Ty goes to the attack. <laughs> I punch him in the dick. (laughs) (laughs) Two points of damage. You're muted. (laughs) (laughs) That seems fair. That seems fair. That seems fair. Both of our biggest fears. I understand. I'm sorry. (laughs) I apologize. Uh, to do a little bit of introspection today and uh, see if there is something that is off inside ourselves. I'm just, I'm, I'm still thinking about the box down below. Most men are, Norwin. Ah. <laughs> oh, that's, I could go but now is not the time. <laughs> 
think you know what I mean. I think that was the first good idea you've had all night. <sighs> Much. I think Earth means the introspection, because obviously he has some things he needs to think upon. Honestly, we probably all do. Like what? You just said it yourself. You've been an asshole all day, and Norwin is correct. Maybe we need to figure out if something is affecting us, but I feel fine. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. They all say that. Um, Most women do, yes. <laughs> but what I mean is, assessing our emotional state is a complicated issue, even if you're not concerned about being possessed by something. And so just analyzing our emotional state to see if something is tipping us further than we think we normally would may not be bad. Whether that be me being more lethargic or um, passive or if I'm being more aggressive or Alex or being more more what? Snide. More what, Norwin? You want to say it to me? Snide, <laughs> bitchy, fussy. I was going with snide, but you know, you know, you all. I don't need introspection to know how I feel. If I wanted to stay with a man whose mood swung more than mine every month, who mm -hmm. treated someone like crap, who was raised by nobles but didn't act like it, I would have stayed a whore. At least then he would have been paying me. He has earned a lot of money, though. But that's, that's beside the point. So, yeah. So I'll look inward, but I'll also still be bitchy. Maybe you two need to figure out where your trauma's coming from. Yes, that's, that's fair. I wasn't trying to say that you're... On the rag, personality is the issue. Bitchy, yeah. <laughs> emotional, upset, hysterical. Oh, I don't think any of these things are an issue in the capacity that we're used to having them. All I'm saying is if something feels amplified, especially negative emotions, if that maybe is amplified, I think that's cause for alarm. If we're feeling more bloodthirsty than normal, if we're feeling more angry, more vengeful, more, uh, well, you know, I think those, those words kind of cover it for now. You get my point, is that poem was talking specifically about an insatiable desire for harm. And I don't know how that would manifest might be literal, might be figurative, but I would assume literal. But... Well, I don't, I don't want to make you two any more afraid of me than you already are, but I promise you, everything you've seen tonight, it's all me, and it's all still here. Consistency I can respect. And I'm just letting you know, I'm upset because my feelings were hurt, but it's okay. We can move past it. I'm fine. <laughs> I, I am just asking that you think about me in the equation. But you know what? It's okay. I'm. I it. love that only you two 
could get more worked up and make such a big fuss when I was in the middle of trying to apologize (laughs) (laughs) and say thank you for dealing with me because this was a rough night. It was a good night in the most dishonorable ways. But I think that's a good thing. So you explained why this town, but why the fuck the Sons of Jack? What did they do to you? I mean, you've just gotten a taste of what they do to people tonight. Mm-hmm. They use power to invoke fear and control. Take what they want with no regard for others. And... Like I said, I've tried. I've tried to do things right. I've tried to do. I've tried to do it quiet. I've tried to be calm. And they just take. They don't. They don't care. They killed people that were important to me several times over. So sometimes I think you'd agree with me, Anaxoria. Enough is enough. That's why I joined you in killing them. But sometimes an explanation is needed to those who you shouldn't treat like shit. And sometimes we get caught up in the moment when it's something important to us or painful, right? I wouldn't know. I have several claw marks in my back from any time we had to deal with water. It's kind, of, it's kind of like that. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I never met her. <laughs> and Dunk. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I got that I got Black. Expect that one. Plus, let's not forget I have the best piece of bling this side of Ceremonia. So how about when you're the one wearing the exploding kill collar, you can be a bit bitchy. And I would not bitch at you if you were the one pressing matters forward to keep me alive. That's what you do. You confuse me in fights. (laughs) <laughs> no, Irv, I just use words and emotions. That's what I mean. <laughs> Me? Try help. So you know boom. So you... It's a little easier to coordinate when we're all on the same page, and I think... So how were you, know, you helping when you teleported Horus out of there? Because we were going to play the slow game. If you haven't noticed, how are we going to go up against the orcs or whatever is out there now? Well, Norman, are you blood dry? Have... I'm blood dry. What do you expect yeah. me to do for the next three days? By my count, we still have 13 days. We have 13 days. Well, 13 and a half because, like we said, we just have a put a nice little bow on it, right? So now we just sit in this town with our thumbs up our asses for the next three days? Oh, no, the dead get marching. We got a, we used up our necklace. We got a long way to go. And how mm. are we going to get there? And what are we going to do once we're there? 
Earth's going to lift his feet out of the tub and twinkle his little toes in her face. Unless you guys got a better idea. And once we're there, we're going to clear the pass. Like we were ordered to do. And how far is the walk? Um, let me get my map out here so I can guesstimate. Earth's going to look at the stars while he does this with his tongue out and doing a whole bunch of hand stuff. Yep. <laughs> hand check. There we go. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, Josh, but the pass was on like the northeast side, right? Like relatively close to us. You are muted, by the way. Let me do some measuring. Yes, it yeah. was in that area. But from where you are right now, um, hmm. Because it wasn't as far like northeast as the dome, right? No, 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 no. The pass was south of, of Oracle Lake. I think actually um, one of the ones in between Westholm and Harhagen. Okay. So that is I'm using a piece of pencil lead here to measure. It's about the same distance we went from the Catreva Vale to Fadricksville. Yeah, that's actually a good comparison point. And that was, I mean, what, eight hours of flying mystified? That was like 300 miles? That's true, but that was, that was I, I was a bit wonky on that point in time. Oh, okay. in, in, in hindsight, I, I it probably, gosh, probably would have had a few hours left there. This is about, uh, about 250 miles. Mm -hmm. So, um, well, actually, no, that's, that's, oh no, that was too far. Um, it's about, I'd say about two, 200 miles. I was gonna say, regardless if, if it's yeah. 200 and 250, Earth was gonna say 200, because yeah. you can already see the look on Annie's face. Yeah. <laughs> But about, and you can walk about 24 miles or 30 um, miles a day at a fast, at a fast, you go at a, at a fast pace. It's about 200 miles south. All right. South, east. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but this orc incursion sounds like a bigger deal than a couple of mercenary folk. I think Anaxoria is correct in thinking that we should be at the top of our game so we can support each other and get out of this alive. I agree. That's why I brought you to my special hot spring. Well, we're going to need a little bit longer than the special hot spring. However, you I... got to believe have... in the hot spring, Norwin. I'll, I'll believe as long as I can. <laughs> I do have an inkling, though is that we get there to the area as quick as we can and we take some time to recuperate and to investigate what is going on to kind of understand our surroundings to understand the situation and then when we're at full strength mount our assault with knowledge and with force and how do you propose we get there i was able to retain my sixth level spell we can win walk as soon as I rest. 
Oh, shit. Okay. Nice work, kid. Should we have you look over any of the stuff we grabbed, by the way, tonight before we head out? I think that would be wise. I think it's good to know what we have with us and what we have at our disposal. But that's my logic and my rationale, if that sounds decent to everyone. Makes sense to me. Maybe they'll tell us something more we need to know about that box. Maybe so. But the other thing though we have to consider is what we do with the town here. They will be spooked and maybe they anticipate that we will rest here for a few days until help arrives. That we be the military force that we just slaughtered well, until- What help though, so. Earth? It's a long shot, but if the orcs I dealt with in the past are still there and the ones that are still fighting, the whole point is, is they just wanted through peaceably. So if we can negotiate them to come through, I'm sure they wouldn't mind setting up somewhere around Dornberg in exchange for keeping this area safe. To my thought. Otherwise, we ourselves have, what, a good five-man crew? True. We have to get them here. Did they want us to kill the orcs at the pass, or just what well, was the deal? The Inquisition wants us to kill everything, I'm sure, clean it up as much as possible. Mm-hmm. But I believe the exact words, Josh, what were they? Like, Earth would remember, but I don't, but... Yeah, I know. Uh, the words eradicate were and exterminate were used exclusively for the, for the, the sons. The, in fact, um, Glockta flat out said that he doesn't, he doesn't expect you to completely kill every orc in Pilgrim's Pass. That would be a tall we, order. We want to win the pass, and we have a bounty for every orc here we get, and the chief. Exactly. So your okay. Your mission objective is to kill whoever's in charge. Basically, dis- dismantle from the top down, be a strike force, interrupt it, um, and I- as encouragement to while while you're there, kill as many orcs as as you can. It's like twenty gold per orc year, twenty five. I can't remember. Hopefully, you guys had it written down. I'll have to go. Back I think it was watch it was twenty or twenty five. You're right. Yeah, I so think it was twenty five like but... per per orc year. Um, excuse me. And also, it was mentioned that they have a force that can go into the pass and more sizably take it back, but they will lose any incursion that goes in. They don't know the area well enough. They, it's, it's too tight and narrow. They'd get, they'd get fucked. So they're hoping that you guys can pave the way. That doesn't mean be at the fore, forefront riding a white stallion. It means get in, do the job that needs to be done, dismantle them so they're in Hey, 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 I know that looks like the easy path, but please trust me, take the rocky one. That was you a know, big reason why their troops. It's a big reason why Earth was chosen too, because like I said in my little recap, what better what better dwarf? He knows the the, the past. He's one of the only ones that does and what could be useful for this. Mm-hmm. So kill the boss dismantle whatever what, what, what you can incentive to kill as many many orcs as you want the 
the Inquisition has gold to, to, to throw. You, you, you have ears, they'll throw you gold, no, no problem. And um, then rendezvous with whatever actual militaristic force um, exists outside so they can go storm, storming in. You might want to talk to Darbellis about the details of that. You weren't, he, was, he wasn't very forthcoming with where this force is, who was in charge of it, anything like that. But presumably Darbellis would take over at that point. Perfect. Mm -hmm. And why do you two give a shit about this town and who protects them? I don't. I, I, mean, I told them to take care of themselves, but... That's true, you did. Well, I'm a bit of a bleeding heart. You what? And, you know, I'm a bit of a bleeding heart, and you know that. Yeah, I know. I you can't I save everyone, Norwin. But I would be remiss if I didn't try. You're gonna get me killed someday. I just like I could just see it. I could see it happening. Not get you revived as well. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't, can't argue with that. Can't argue with that. <laughs> uh, I will wash off my hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, we're all pretty filthy. <laughs> this was a beautiful, pristine, untouched, natural hot spring, and now it just looks like blood. And God, God knows what else. It's more red now than than it's 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 definitely a fairly dark pink. Filling the entire water at this point. I'm gonna take blood out of his sheath and put it him into him to the hot spring and be like, it's like blood light. Drink up. <laughs> blood goes under under the water. <laughs> This conversation is a real punch in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> he does actually lap up some of it. You can see it going like up. A filter. But then, like Bud Light, he stops. <laughs> That's enough. Uh, I've, ooh, I've had enough. Does he limit to even my thirst? Yeah. <laughs> he just flies I'm out. Full. <laughs> So, uh, I'll go get some shut-eye. We'll talk to Weaver and the rest of the uh, townspeople that want to give us the time of day. And then we'll move on our merry way. I think that's probably what we kind of do. Are we Annie? sleeping up here? Oh, uh, no, I figured we'd head back down. We get a little pruney. Yeah, it's a little, right. little cold if you're not in the water. Right? It's, it is like 30 degrees out, right? <clears throat> cold. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm, that would not matter. I can make my bubble whatever temperature I want. Oh, that's right, your bubble. Well, in that case, you, you would have probably have to get your packs and your you know bags. Mm -hmm. You didn't that are at the end. So, so yeah. to go an hour down and then come an hour back up. Hey, up to you guys completely if you, mm -hmm. if you want to, to do. Well, that. we'll just sit and soak and watch the sunrise and then go rest. Is that is that sound good to everybody? Mm -hmm. Yep. Norman sprouts gills and kind of just lowers himself into the water a bit. And then is like, <laughs> comes back up. <laughs> bad idea, bad idea, bad idea. <laughs> also, when you do that, you see Eric going. <sighs> really bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> One giant bubble. <laughs> uh, 
the oh, water that's, turns that's yellow. Sulfur. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sulfur's getting real bad. Oh, very bad. I just want to say that, believe it or not, I learned something tonight. <clears throat> I hunted the suns by myself for months, and I didn't do nearly the damage that we did together in one night. So it's it's like a old orc saying Braga used to say. If you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. So again, sorry, it's been a pain in the ass to go with me, but I appreciate you coming along. I said it when I was pressured by the Inquisition, and I'll say it again. I'm happy to tie my fate to yours and yours, Anaxoria. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I want you to put good seasoning on my food tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, splash, 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 get dressed. I, I don't think we can top that. That's, uh... nope. <laughs> That's actually a perfect time for a, for a break. Let's take our mid-game mid -game break. Think about if anything you want to, to say while still in the pool when we come back. Otherwise, we'll just throw on clothes and head, head back down to rest in the empty bottle tavern. Perfect. Sounds good. See you guys Perfect. back in 10 minutes. All right. Good. Bye. <laughs>